Ah. England. Ah. so happy i can always go for fettuccine alfredo over fish and chips oh 100 oh man i can't stand that team i you know i said we we've talked about it i said it before i actually like a lot of their players individually but as a group i don't really i don't like them i've never really rooted for them their fans are annoying i the whole it's coming home thing is ridiculously arrogant when they haven't won anything since our grandparents were teenagers. Um, <laughs> but Bonucci said at the end of the game, he went up to the camera and he's like, it's not coming home. It's coming to Rome. And I love it. I love it. I just. To Rome. When's the last time they won it? The Euros? I'm not sure. Um, I know I, they won the World Cup in 06. Yeah, but, no, Germany. Yeah, but they I don't remember when was the last time they won the Euros. Because okay. I, I, I know a couple of weeks ago you brought up how many they've won, but we didn't say when. Right. I think you said they've won like five or something. I don't remember the number. I think we were talking about the Copa not Euros. <clears throat> Let's see. Second title. This is their second title. Okay. So you you might have been talking like in like total like Euros and World Cups because yeah. they've won three of those I think. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I'm sad about was the three black guys missed. Like if I could pick. English players to, to miss it would have been Harry Kane and Harry Maguire, not Marcus Rashford and Jaden Sancho and Saka. But you so he the coach subbed in Sancho and Rashford with a minute left in the extra time, so they were cold, extremely cold. He subbed them in to take penalties because they're better than they're better penalty takers than the guys that went in. But those guys haven't been playing. They're cold. I fired on him real quick, yeah. And I <clears throat> I texted my – I was talk, talking to my dad and Tristan. When he made the sub, I was like – if like jokingly, I was like, yo, I would – if I was Rashford or Sancho, I would punch this manager. Like, you're going to stick me in now. I'm not going to be able to get my foot on the ball. I'm not going to be able to get warm. And you're sticking me in now to go take those penalties. Like, it was unfair to them. But you do so you have a, to make them. But there was a coaching loss then. Oh, I the the lineup uh was terrible. I mean they, they went five defenders again, they went two holding mids, so essentially seven defenders and three forwards up top. And one of those forwards is notorious for not being able to score. And he just uh Raheem Sterling. And he just had so much attacking talent, he just left it on the bench. And it, I mean, they they scored in the first two minutes because they caught Italy sleeping. But oh. after, but Italy dominated possession and had the much better chances throughout. England was chasing the game; they didn't control the ball. 
because they were just playing defense for 120 minutes. <laughs> That's why they and went in. That was the game plan the whole way. I mean, against a team like Italy, you have to. That was their game plan against anybody that they thought was better than them. Because that's what they did against Germany. Um, right? But, you know, when they played like... I mean, Denmark was good, but they they didn't do it against Denmark. Right? Like... They Maybe just... They little of them. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the, the coach is just... He's... It, it's scared. It, that's the reason that that shit bothers me. I, I just... I like the attack-minded football and it's just annoying when i see the, these coaches come in all conservative like that and especially when you have the talent they do going forward like you're you're sitting at, at any given moment they were sitting four four world-class attacking players it was always some combination of mount mason mount Jack Grealish, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, and Phil Foden sitting. Now, today, Foden was injured, so he couldn't play today. But those five guys are all very, very, very good players. And they're all attack-minded players. They're better. I think they're better than... I like Saka, but he's a kid. He's a baby. He. I don't even think he's 20 yet. But he's very talented. But I, I wouldn't have started him over any of those guys I mentioned. Uh, Raheem Sterling, he insisted on playing Raheem Sterling. That dude just, he, he's so frustrating to watch because he does, he does like everything right, but can't shoot or takes a bad touch in the, in the box. Like it's, he's just a very frustrating player to watch. Um, and I wouldn't start him over any of those five. I mentioned Harry Kane. I understand why they start him, but he's just like, they, they you now? He's not that old. I think he's like late twenties, maybe. He's been around. He's been around for a while, um, and he's like at the near the top of their list goals and scoring wise. So I understand why he plays. So I wouldn't necessarily sit him, but they give him a much longer leash than I would. Like they let him play that whole game and he didn't do anything. I'm like, yo, at some point I think I might have gone with Rashford in the middle, uh, but. They were playing for penalties. They got their goal and then they played defense and they were just trying to hold it to 1-0. And once it was tied up, they were just trying to go to penalties. They, 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 yeah, they were freaking out after that. Yeah, they, they weren't trying to win the game. That And that's why the, the whole conservative lineup just bothers me. Like, you're not trying to win. You're trying to not lose. I just hate, <laughs> I hate when teams play like that. That's unusual for European teams, especially, so... Most yeah, of these guys are attacking, you know, attack minded. They're, you know, we're gonna take you out, and that's it. Yeah, because th- like they they all have a they all have like a bit of arrogance, right? They all think that they're the best one. So yeah, they they don't play yeah. scared of yeah. each other. But, but when you think about it, England has been playing like this for a while because that's what they did with Colombia back in the the World Cup. They they scored that first goal, and after Jerry Mina scored the tire, the tire, look at me, the time goal. <laughs> <laughs> they went, they went bonkers. That's when all the fouls started, all the pushing, yeah. all the damn near fights started, because they they just got frustrated after that. Like I guess that's what happened here. Exact same thing. <clears throat> yeah, they but they just they, this team. It's the manager, I think. It's with this manager that does it. 
And it's just a shame because they've had managers that were definitely more a- aggressive and attack minded, but they didn't have the talent that they do now. It's like, man, if they would have had some of these other uh, managers with this group, I think you could get some really different. exciting football. But yeah, been a lot different. Um, but either way, I would not be rooting for them. I just I, I it, like I said, it's them as a group. I don't know. I, I like a lot of their players individually currently and all time. I mean, David Beckham, like who doesn't like David Beckham? Wayne Rooney's pretty popular. Uh, you know, for me, I loved Paul Scholes a lot. Ryan Giggs. Those guys were all stud players. And I just, I, this group, it's even, more, that's even more the case. Like a lot of those Guys, I mentioned I, I'm a big fan of San, of how Sancho plays, of Marcus Rashford of of his game and off the field. Like he he's the one. I'm sure you, you might have heard of this. He's the one that kind of he got a, a legislation passed in England to to feed homeless children. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and he's like 20, maybe. This guy, he just <laughs> like that's a big thing that he's been campaigning and for and actually did something about and got like laws passed to help feed uh, uh yeah to feed children homeless children so he's yeah you you got him um a, a lot of those other guys i mentioned are just fun players they're fun they're young they're exciting they're skilled and you're like okay yeah this this team can be really fun to watch and then you get this coach going, no, I'm going to have seven defenders. And it's like, all right, bro. <laughs> this guy, I mean, the coach, uh, Safke, right? That's the coach? Yeah. They're, he, I don't know. He, he doesn't seem like your typical soccer coach. He seems more of a country club kind of guy. <laughs> um, he, he's always wearing the, the two, well, he wears the three-piece thing. But yeah. normally, you know, he, I don't know. He, he strikes me as, as not, I mean, I, I can't say he's not because he's there, but he doesn't yeah. strike me as a coach sometimes. Yeah, and, and it's hard. <laughs> it's it's hard to criticize. I mean, they just made the final, and in the World yeah. Cup, they got to the semifinal. But it's like, yeah, but they you had know, a big boost from the American. Oh, I mean, American referee. <laughs> it's like, but that's what I was about to say. We all have eyes. Like, yeah, you can look on in in twenty, thirty years. Our kids, our grandchildren, if they look at it, they'll be like why you guys talk so much shit about that England team? They got to the World Cup semis and the Euros finals and they lost in PKs. And it's like, because we have eyes. We saw. We saw we what saw. they were doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was it's like annoying. Exactly. It's like if you lose because somebody else cheated, they yeah. wouldn't be and, happy. <laughs> <laughs> but enough criticizing them. Or you know what? Because I also kind of want to criticize the Copa final yesterday. Uh, let's just stick on this critical route, and then we'll just praise Italy because I don't even—I don't even think Argentina should be praised for that crap yesterday. No, I don't. And, I don't. I will that, never that was, praise them. Never. That was such a boring game. I didn't know what the hell Brazil was doing. I didn't understand it. I—it was so boring that game. I—I just—I—I I honestly don't have any anything complimentary to say about that game. And the th- this is why the whole goat argument is so dumb, 
because I, I think D'Angelo was trolling when he texted us saying GOAT after that game because Messi, I didn't even that's, know Messi that's played. That's the first championship he wins. For the yeah, international team. Now, first. Yeah, now he's and he was first. irrelevant. And it, it, exactly. he was irrelevant in the game. But this is why I think it's dumb because I think you were trolling. But there's, there's some people, there's some people no. that actually all they care about is the W. So if they would have lost 4-3 and Messi had a hat trick, you would have people saying, you see, that's why he's not the GOAT. He can't win the big one. But then they win 1-0. He does absolutely nothing. Zero. He's at, he's, at, he's at the center of the trophy presentation. Yeah, he's Di Maria being, scored, motherfucker. Get out. Exactly. Exactly. Di Maria, like, gets no praise. He's the one that actually scored. Messi did zero in that game, and you got, like, he's getting the party. And it's like, that's why that argument is so dumb. He finally got one. They're just happy for him. No, yeah, he I understand that. He did nothing that. to contribute to it, though. Nah, he exactly. did. Tournament-wise, he did. The last game, no. Well, yeah, we're talking about the final. But that's what I'm saying. That That's why that argument is so dumb because people, uh, they narrow it to like these few seconds out of a whole tournament. They played six games. And you're, you're like basing this opinion off of a few seconds, right? Or like a few minutes in the game. It just, that, that's why that argument is so dumb because like I said, if he played great and they lost, he, Look, he, when it, came, when it comes killed. to Copa, when it comes to Copa, you know, Argentina and Brazil are usually there. They're, you know, they, they face each other in the finals at, in Copa several times already. But yeah. I got to give it up to more to, to Peru and Colombia. Peru and Colombia, as crappy as Colombia's team is, they got third place. And Peru, I didn't think they were going to get there. I thought Chile was going to outplay everybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I, I, give, I give those two, uh, yeah, I give those two teams a lot more props than I do. Brazil and Argentina. <laughs> I got. I gotta give. Um, I gotta give. We gotta give Luis Diaz his flowers, man. That that kid's a oh. baller. I tried to go back to oh. Junior, bro. Yeah, he wasn't right. Junior, going, bro. I know he was. That's where he got. He got his his start there, but he's yeah. at Porto now. He's oh, got to go to a big. Him. Yeah, he's got to get some money. He's got to go to a big club. He's got to go to like a a Juve or. That's probably I'd see him one. He's yeah. gonna go over there, Jonah Cuadrado. Especially like we're, we'll get to Italy in a second, but like because especially when you look at Italy's winger Chiesa, he he balled out in this tournament. He plays for Juve. He might be getting a big time offer to go to like a Real Madrid or a Barcelona or something like that. So that opens the door for a winger, Luis Diaz, possibly. I I I don't know. I haven't heard any rumors with Luis Diaz, but. He, I think he, he's about to go to like a Juve or, or Atleti, Atleti, Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, I, I hope he doesn't go to England because, no, screw that. But <laughs> like go to Italy or go to Spain where it's a little more free-flowing and his he can shine a bit. England, they'll like, they just like to tackle each other. <laughs> Man, look at that. Luis Diaz is a top scorer. Copa America. And he was, and he missed the game because he got a red. Yeah. And he didn't start every game. Yeah, he thought he thought we Messi. Yeah. But, so that's uh, what I'm saying. Like what D'Angelo said, Messi was their best player, clearly leading up to the final. Right, but oh, then yeah. in the semifinal, 
he wasn't. And in the final, he was irrelevant. Right, but yeah, just to go back here real quick, because uh, you said uh, you didn't want him to go to England, and he has an offer already, believe <laughs> it or not. Where? Tottenham. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Tottenham has an offer for him, and then two other teams have expressed interest in him: Roma and Inter uh, Milan. Uh, yeah, for the Premier League. What? I prefer the Premier League. Why? I mean, why? It's just the Premier well, League. I mean, the, the Arena said he wouldn't want him to go to England. And there's reasons. So why would you want him? <laughs> well, I just think I think there's more competition around there. <laughs> you have you have more you have more good teams. There we go. There's more teams that are actually good. Um Yes, you can say that, but I mean, it's bigger it's name big, teams. <clears throat> huh? Big name, bigger name teams, but bigger uh, exactly bigger names. Like I hate the French, the French league. Okay, well, you the French league's the worst one. I, I don't know why you that that's the worst example right. to bring up. The, we got the German. You guys, you, you guys stick to the big three: Bundesliga, Premier, and La Liga. Stick to those three. I mean, I just I prefer him either in Spain or in England. Those are the two, but yeah. I mean, the, those two Italian teams are good too. Like he said, Germany, Bundesliga, and Serie A are pretty are pretty close. I uh, think there's more. I think Italy's a little tougher than uh, Germany. I mean, you really? got German Germany. Uh, the style of play, I think, is good for. This is my my thing with the Premier League is that they they play so many games. It's like it's a compressed schedule. They have two domestic tournaments, and those guys like hit the hell out of each other, right? The La Liga, um, Serie A, and Bundesliga they don't play as many games, right? Because they got one domestic tournament, but the the games is more open. So like you get to see the 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 skilled players and the the speedy players like. Uh, Luis Diaz, they'll shine there. They'll be able to to play like in the Premier League. Those guys just hit the hell out of each other. You know, if Luis Diaz goes to Inter, I mean, you said uh, Roma. I mean, Roma's good team, but I mean, Inter would be nice. Uh, a Juve, or if we're going Bundesliga, if he went to like, I don't know if he'd go to Bayern, but that would be a dream. Dortmund, Leipzig. Dortmund, Le- Leipzig is, is a good team now, but I want to see what they look like just because they got a new coach now. So we'll see. They got an American coach, but they got good young really? players over there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, growing up, uh, European team that I used to watch, and I'm talking about when I was little, I'm talking about younger than you guys, way younger, was Parma in Italy. Yeah. Parma, Parma was a team I used to watch just because I had a few Colombian players in there. Esprit was playing there. Yeah, you know, so that's why I watched them. Yeah, I mean, but well, so we'll see what what where he goes. Um, I did want to, I did say I wanted to praise the winners, Italy. They were the best team throughout. They had a couple close calls though, like, but they, I mean, they they were on a 
like a 30 game unbeaten streak entering the tournament. And now they just went another six or seven games. Yeah. Um, you know, so they, they were hot coming in, but I still, a, a lot of people still weren't sure about them. I, I know I, before the tournament started, I don't remember picking them. I don't think we did predictions here, but I don't remember picking them before the tournament. I just remember thinking or saying, watch them. But I, I was still more confident in France and in Belgium. Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, I was very impressed with Italy, this tournament. I, I had Belgium and Belgium or France winning the whole thing. And then I didn't really think Italy, Italy of winning it. But after seeing them play like their first three games, I was like, oh, nah. They're they're here to they're here to make it deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. The thing with it, Italy's always been good defensively, and mm-hmm. they've had they've had good goalkeepers. Like they usually have very good goalkeepers yeah. plus good defense. Um, and sometimes what was lacking was the creativity going forward. But not this team. It, mm-hmm. Insigne didn't have a good final, but he was good all tournament. Um. Insignia, the 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 short bootleg Maluma looking dude. Um Chiesa was balling out the whole time. Uh Nicolo Barella was good. Verati had a good tournament. Ber, uh, would come in and out. So th- they had a lot going forward, which is not always the case with Italy, but they were fun to watch. And they deserved winners, I think, because. Spain that that game with Spain was good and they they made their penalties they and they outplayed Spain most of the time Spain just they were able to equalize and then today before you hopped on D'Angelo Viti and I were just talking about this game England got their goal early but Italy dominated the game yeah I saw the goal and I was like oh when the goal happened I was like oh snap and then Italy, yeah, I watched like the, the, like the next 50 minutes and Italy pretty much possessed the ball and did whatever they wanted. They just didn't get the goal till late, later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're deserved winners. And I think it was a good cap. You know, penalties are always dramatic. Um, so it was pretty fitting when you had, not, not that this was like a, a good dramatic moment, but the thing with Christian Eriksen at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then... The, some of the the upsets and just the close games it, there was a lot of drama in the tournament and it was just fitting to to have it come down to penalties but the my cuz the beef with penalties is not the best team doesn't always win that one and it just so happened that today the better team came through in the penalties yeah which is nice to see. I just, I still don't like penalties. But oh, me neither. I, I, I can't stand them. I wish, I wish golden goal was a real thing. <laughs> I just think that would be so much better. Yeah, That's like forever, though. you mean like sudden death? Yeah, yeah like, whoever just scores first wins. Like hockey, just... the way hockey does it. Goes, yeah. That might go on too long. I mean, just if you want the game to be over, someone go freaking score. <laughs> Look, remember, they got to 120 minutes. Nobody scored. Now imagine yeah. keep, you keep playing. People are going to, you know, fatigue out. They're going to get tired and stuff. People, or it's less likely for you to score. Yeah, because I don't so think. Penalties is the way to go. 
Yeah, I don't think golden goal would change anything because I think even if you did it first team to score wins and you still capped it at 120, I think both teams, if they had like a feel for the game and were like, okay, yeah, this is going to go to PKs, like you'll still end up with PKs instead of like them both pushing to get a goal because they're going to be scared to give up the goal. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, I understand like that just adds drama to it. Because hockey does it. Hockey has a golden goal. Yeah, a, and, and they still have a shootout if you don't score within time. But I mean, it's soccer, like, well, not like, well, I mean, it's like, well, football, they do the, the draw. Like you, you have a chance to score. If we run out of time, this game's over. Yeah. You stop that. Yeah. yeah. But football doesn't, you can't do that in, in, in knockout stages, in playoffs yeah. or yeah. in a final. I mean, well, I love college football system. That one's good. Yeah, because the, they yeah. they ensure scoring essentially. Yeah. Start at the twenty yard line, just freaking keep going. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. But as we said, it was a good tournament, good final. Uh, personally, I was happy with the result because I was just. I, I became a fan of some of these Italian players, and then I'm just not a fan of England. I know I sound salty. Uh, <laughs> it's because of what happened with Colombia in the World Cup, but I just, I, I'm not a fan of them. And it, D'Angelo, I was telling Viti before, I was like, they have so many players that I like. Individually, I like <laughs> their players, but as a group, I just, I don't like the team as a group. Well, that's because of Colombia. You know what it was? I, even before that, I've just never. I think I think it's their fans. Seriously, it's like it's like their the arrogance. Like they they swear that they like invented the game. Well, I don't know. They maybe they did, but they they swear like they're the greatest ever. And it's like you guys haven't won anything since you know the Vietnam War. So like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about, you know, feeling good when somebody loses. I was happy that England lost, but even happier to see that they broke him. Conor yes. McGregor. Oh, yes. fuck him. Yes. Fuck him. Yes. Shut your mouth and shut yes. up. He's still talking. He's sitting down there with a broken ankle, still talking shit. Like, bro, you see the, the, the shit talking. And I think Poirier even mentioned this, like the shit talking is cool. Not, not it's understandable, right? Like, you know, that that's part of the game, but focus your shit talking on, on me. Like call me ugly, call me fat, slow that I suck, whatever. Why does this guy feel the need? He starts talking about people's wives with Khabib. It was his religion and his dad, like, what the fuck's your problem, dude? Like, why? Which, you know, and it, when I've expressed this, this, this taste towards Conor McGregor's talking, and I've expressed it to people that know that I've, I want to be careful the way I word it, I guess, rooted for Mayweather in his fights, right? Because I, I don't want to say I'm a Mayweather fan. It was just, I just thought he was the best one, so I always picked him to win. And then, like we've said a thousand times, I like to be right. So I was rooting for me to be right 
when it came to Mayweather. But yeah, people would point out, oh, but Mayweather does. I was like, no, no, Mayweather doesn't do that. Mayweather just like, he just like talks shit, right? But he doesn't get personal like that, like this guy does. This one starts talking about, again, people's wives and your religion. And it's like, what's your problem, dude? Like, and it's, it's just annoying. I, and he's not, I understand why he does it. Cause that's the only reason he's gotten to the point he's gotten to. Cause it ain't cause he's a great fighter. I mean, he's, he's was pretty good in his best, in his best days. He was pretty good, but he was never like an amazing fighter. And he just got to that point and kept getting title shot after title shot because they hyped him up because he talked so much shit, but he was never that great. If we're being honest and he's lost a lot lately and I, he's just washed and I'm, Little part of me is satisfied that he's going to be going out sad and losing and not being able to go out on a high note. But we got the president of the Conor McGregor fan club here. So <laughs> president and boy. head cheerleader. I mean, you think he's done? Like you thought that you think that's his last fight? No, he's no, I don't think he's done. I think he's going to keep fighting, but he's he's going to leave the sport on a downhill spiral. It's not. Uh -huh. At yeah, the I top, think he'll probably one or two more fights, and then he'll, you know, he'll you're messy. Expecting him to lose one or two of those, his last one or two. I That's hope he loses all of them. Ah, he just—I was so well, mad well, yesterday because the. Did you guys see it or no? Like the fight? Yeah. No, I don't yeah. waste my time with him. I, well, I I illegally streamed it, so <laughs> I didn't pay for it. We only got like like four minutes but it was it looked like it was gonna be a freaking a brutal fight like they were he was, he was getting hit a lot oh i the ref looked like he was gonna stop it before the the foot thing happened because he was getting pounded and then he got him or mcgregor got Poirier really good with like a like a couple kicks on the face so i was excited just to like i saw the round over and i was like all right we're gonna get a crazy crazy one of the best fights and then i just see him grabbing his leg and him saying it's broken and I was like, no, I'm going to hear shit from everybody. This is, he didn't lose. He, Dr. Stoppage. <laughs> Dr. Stoppage. I mean, he lost technically. <laughs> he should be happy the doctor stopped it because he was about to get his ass. He was getting his ass kicked currently. <laughs> he lost. Okay. Yeah. He lost. It's I, not, it's not, it's, he couldn't kick. That's, that's his point. He's like a guy going up the bat. If you don't swing, you're going to strike out. Well, I mean, you're in the fight. If you don't kick, you, you lost. Yeah. I I personally would have rather him get his ass kicked and there would be definitively he got his ass kicked, but he still lost and he was getting yeah. beat. Yeah, I would have preferred him, you know, see him stiffen up with his eyes rolling back and forth in his mouth. I would have preferred to watch that. Oh, my God. Yeah. He'll be back and uh, come back and take a L. I think he's gonna get port. We're gonna get round four, number four. I think so. If you want to count that as a third, I mean, it was the third, and he lost. He's lost two. <laughs> I think we'll get a fourth, and I think McGregor will come out on top, and then we'll see from there. Nah, but that recovery this, time is gonna be a while. Uh huh. I think after this fight, he's gonna, you know, the thought of his foot or his ankle breaking the way it did. And watching probably film and pictures of it, mm. he's gonna be more conservative in his kicking and striking game, and he's gonna try to turn it more into a ground game. 
and I don't think he's gonna. I don't. I don't think he's gonna transition well. He sucks on the ground. He's known exactly. for his, his punching power and his. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Big hits, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think you know, punching is not gonna get it all done. You need. You have to kick. So that's why Khabib cooked his ass. Exactly. So I think that he, him transitioning to a ground and pound game is not gonna work for him. He will lose his next two fights. No, maybe. One of those fights are going to be against Jake Paul finally, since he can't use his foot, and he'll he'll win. <laughs> I really felt the that meme of that person you hate made a great point with Jake Paul um, when he was going off on Dana White. Um, this the fighters, yeah. So the the whole McGregor and Dana White thing goes to a larger conversation I wanted to have about. ESPN right now because it, it's especially evident everything that's going wrong at ESPN when it comes to their dealings with the UFC because they partnered up. And what I mean is that interview, quote, interview, quote, uh, sarcastic quote, interview of Carter McGregor and Stephen A. Smith was the biggest waste of time and it was completely useless. They didn't ask McGregor anything. They were asking about Paul and Mayweather and just a bunch of bullshit. They didn't ask him anything real. Like, hey, Connor, um, you know you've been accused of rape like three times now, right? Um, hey, Connor, uh, you know, what's up with like this violent streak, like the assaults you've committed, Right. Like they don't ask him anything about that. They're asking him about Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul. Like exactly. To think these are professional, professional journalists, right? <laughs> that are supposed to be asking the serious questions. Stephen A. Smith, who I think personally think he's a freaking joke. Um, they're asking these questions. They sound more like a uh a, a girl who runs a freaking gossip column for some big newspaper. That's what it sounds to me like. So no, you you're hitting it on you're hitting the nail on the head because that's where I wanted to go. They're supposed to be journalists, right? They hold themselves out as journalists. They used to be, and not too not in the too far distant past either. They, when they had the Jamel Hills of the world, the Michael Smiths, the Dan Lebetards, those people were journalists. Now they got Stephen A. And Kendrick Perkins and Jalen Rose talk and like just talking out of their asses. Like the Ryan, Ryan Clark. I think Ryan Clark is the host. Or he was like on the coverage of like this fight. The the the, the Ryan Clark, the, the, Ryan Clark, the Ryan football Clark, player. Football player. Football player. The yeah. Kansas City they got, player. They got they got a D, they got he's I know what he's D'Angelo's talking about. They had a show. It's DC and RC. So it's Daniel Cormier and Ryan Clark. And, and Ryan then they got they got Chel Sonnen with Jorge Sedano, the guy, the the Miami reporter that's like yeah. mostly a basketball reporter. It's like you just just talking, they're just talking out of their asses. They're they're not what you said. They're they're supposed to be journalists, but they're mm-hmm. not journalists. They don't ask any questions. When and when it comes to UFC, it's especially evident and it especially bothers me. Because once they partnered up with the UFC, all that shit stopped. ESPN had the best MMA reporter, Ariel Hawani. They had him. He and Dana White don't get along. As soon as UFC came over, Hawani's role has been diminished more and more. And now he finally left ESPN. 
And part of the problem was he asked Dana White real questions. He would ask Dana White, hey, Dana, how come your fighters only get 18% of the revenue? Hey, Dana, how come you're over here, you know, sponsoring and paying for the Republican National fucking Convention and supporting people that that supported that riot and that attack on our capital but no they don't ask him shit about that because when they do he gets you fired and all espn does now they they invested in live sports and live sporting events okay if that's your business model all good that's fine but don't pretend to be journalists the way viti said mm-hmm. you you portray yourselves as journalists but you're not actually journalists you are just hyping up your league partners, your, your partners with the NFL, with the NBA, with UFC now. Part of the problem uh, with those old journalists they used to have was they, because they were real journalists, they asked real questions about the NFL. And the problem was that was when the concussion stuff started coming out. And ESPN found itself in a conflict. They're like, hey, we, we do like sports journalism, but... Our league partner, we just found out they're hiding all this stuff about concussions. So, like, what do we do? And they're like, John Skipper was in charge back then. He's like, you know what? We're journalists first. And they went at the NFL, and it got tense, and it got awkward. And then John Skipper left, and that shit stopped when he left. And then some of those journalists stayed there. Jamel Hill criticized Trump. They got her out of there. Why? Because the NFL was anti-Kaepernick at the time and anti-everything Jamel Hill stood for. And now they're all for that. So it's <laughs> bullshit. Good old P. GOP. Good old party. You saw you saw Trump went Trump was at the McGregor fight. He got like a standing ovation. He came out. Of course he did. He, he was with Dana White. Figures. Figures. <laughs> I, saw, I, I, I saw Trump give an interview and he had this setup like he was still at the White House. He thinks he's still president. Yeah, that is nuts. There's people that think he is. No, there's there's this guy on Facebook. He slowly (laughs) acknowledges him as the president. (laughs) Oh, Republicans get your head out of his ass. It's the it's it's embarrassing, honestly. But that that's part that's part of my beef with, with ESPN. And we okay, full transparency. The the Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor stuff broke right before we recorded last week. And we wanted to get into it and we did, but it wasn't on our show because honestly, we were not equipped to get into it. We didn't have enough information and there was just like opinions flying around and it just wasn't an organized conversation. But to sum up what happened there, it turned into a Rachel Nichols is racist thing when the actual problem is ESPN is pitting two women against each other for one spot rather than elevating the two women that were deserving of that elevation. Right. Mm -hmm. And it came out during the week, Rachel Nichols contract. She was promised the NBA finals countdown show. And they just took it away from her. Not because she was demoted. It was because ESPN, like she said, has a shitty record when it comes to diversity how they treat their black employees and how they treat women. 
And so their solution was, hey, let's take away from one from the white woman and give to the black woman instead of, hey, let's elevate both women who are deserving. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they can't both have seats. Only one of them can have a seat because you got to make sure Kendrick Perkins dumbass has a seat. You got to make sure Jalen Rose's dumbass has a seat. You had to make sure Paul Pierce's dumbass had a seat. It's exactly. ridiculous. They, they, like going back to what I said, they, they put two journalists up against each other and they had these, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Mean Girls host the rest of the show. So, yeah. Yes, man. This name you slacking. They, they used they used to be the standard, man. They, they were they were like they were the gold standard and they've turned into a mess and a joke, honestly. Exactly. It's not the same. At all. At all. And that's why so many talented people have left. I mentioned those three, right? Okay. But also Michelle Beadle left. Um Dan Patrick, Keith Olbermann, Kenny May. Kenny May. That's good. Like they're all gone. Remember Chris that, Broussard? <laughs> I like who? Chris Broussard. He was whatever. Broussard? But I mean, yeah, he but he was a journalist too. Like he actually reported stuff. And yeah. now like they don't have journalists. They have they they've elevated okay. Woj and Schefter are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But some some journalists, some purists when it comes to journalism would argue. They're not really journalists. They just break news. Yeah, they've turned into more of like a yeah. They're like our they're who we're supposed to follow if we if we want a breaking news story. Yeah, but, but like they they're not doing interviews. Write, yeah, they're not. <clears throat> they barely write articles. Like they, they're not investigating shit. Like, yeah, they get text messages. They get text messages. <laughs> exactly, and again, they're very good at what they do, and I appreciate what they do because I. Do yeah. want to know that stuff. I do that's care weird. about the stuff that they do, yeah. but but that's who they that's who they put out front as their journalists, mm-hmm. and the people that were actually and don't, we we're just we we're just talking about Sports Center or like sports talk show people, sports reporters. Remember that show, mm-hmm. right? Howard Howard Bryant used to be there. He's gone. Tom Rinaldi, gone. Jeremy Shap, I think Jeremy Shap is still there He's technically, still there. but I haven't seen yeah. him. Right? Like they just they don't report stuff. They they don't do actual journalism. And yeah, then it's the not people, like it was before. Yeah. And then the people so, they have that are good, they do their own thing. The Bomani Jones of the world, the Mina Kimes, the Dominique Foxworth, they're not really reporting stuff. They have their shows, right? But they're not in a they're not in a journalistic position. They, they do their shows and they're good. They're extremely smart. They have thoughtful, insightful conversations on their shows, but they're not going out there and invest. They're not doing investigative reporting, right? Like that's just not what they do for ESPN. And the people that did do that for them are gone and they've elevated former players and they yeah. call that diversity. Cause most, you're like, Hey, look, these- like, Hey, look, we, we gave Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins a job. We gave Jalen Rose a job. We gave uh, Paul Pierce before uh, Richard Jefferson. We gave them jobs. So you can't say we're racist. Look, we, we gave these black guys jobs, but, but that's who you're elevating. And then the Rachel Nichols, the Maria Taylors, the Carrie champions, the Jamel Hills, they all suffer for that. And it's like, 
come to Miami because from what it looks like on what I've been reading, LA is going to pursue him like crazy. Lakers. the hell are they going to trade over there? The Lakers are dropping pretty much a whole team and keeping LeBron and, and, and Davis. That's all they're keeping. Well, well, the Heat would do the same thing. Well, they need to do it. They need to do it before LA does. I think Portland would want picks. If Of course they're going to want picks. The yeah, Heat don't have picks. So then we lost. <laughs> the thing that I, I don't, I'm not a cap uh, or trade expert. So I don't know all the rules when it comes to this shit, but apparently the Oklahoma City Thunder have the Heat's picks because of the Goran Dragic trade mm-hmm. from years ago. And apparently, I think one of the picks, the, the way it's fra- I've heard it phrased is if, OKC removes the protections on one of the picks, it opens up like five more years of picks, right? So mm-hmm. essentially, the Heat have to give OKC something they want to unlock that pick so that the Heat get like five picks back, and then they can trade that shit over to Portland or to DC for, for Beal. I don't know. What are, what are they, they going to want? They're going to want everything they need to want. I, I don't what what the hell what? would OKC want from the Heat? Tyler Hero, maybe I don't know. Bro, like, they can have Tyler Hero and a bag of chips, oh, a, 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 a bottle of whiskey, some rum, some some of best of, of of Cuba's rum. I don't care what they want. They can have that guy. They can what they can have that guy, his baby mama, and his new baby. <laughs> Listen, That's, we're I not giving Hero to OKC. You, if I if I wouldn't want to trade him there because I think I think if you want one of these superstar players like a Damian Lillard, a Bradley Beal, whatever, you would have to give Hero and the picks. So if you only had the picks, I don't know if you have the young player that one of those teams would want. Yeah, I'm but not I, Hero for nobody unless they're listen. The, the, the Heat have a great thing, and and that's time. And what I mean by that is that throughout the season, Tyler Hero's numbers are gonna spike. The minute they spike, it's time for him to go. You see, they, they gotta they gotta wait. It was uh, I think I believe I think it was Darian that said it a while back that it was like his it was with Kendrick Nunn. Nunn's Nunn's number were up, and he's like, get his rid of him. His rookie year. His rookie of, yeah. year. Yeah, he's like, get rid of him. Get rid. And it's the same thing with Hero when his numbers are up, and you know it's hot. It's time to sell. Hero's numbers were up in his rookie season. They went down. I think the only thing that went up was his sperm count. That was about it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Hero, uh, it was the playoffs last year when Hero was at an all-time high because oh, he dropped God, a 37 against Boston. Now, the the rumor that bothers me, because this is just untrue, is the Heat did not trade Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero for James Harden. I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not what happened. The Rockets wanted five players and five picks, and we did not have five picks. So the offer was never made. But now what we were talking about, Fabi, right before you jumped in was apparently OKC controls like five of our picks. But if we get them to unlock one of them, we get the other five back. And that's what we need to. That's so when you hopped in was we were talking about what they could possibly give OKC 
to get them to unlock that pick so that we get our picks back and now we can trade them for a Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal or whatever the fuck. I mean, all I'm, I know is Bam's already recruiting. That's all I I need Bam to recruit. I, I hope so. I hope he's making friends out there. Bam seems to be like really liked by other players. Like I didn't know this, but every time I see Bam with other players, they're all like laughing and hugging him and shells like, oh, these dudes love Bam. That's a good thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's cool with these guys too. So that's what matters. Jimmy Butler is okay. a reporter. Huh? He's not the reporter. That that was BS, that. bro. Let, let's not let's not start. Let's not start scandalous. No, rumors. no, that's not. not. <laughs> not you seen the report of Jimmy with Jamison Crowder? Like how they apparently they had to be separated at practice a couple of times. Jay Crowder. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the article said at the end that everybody loved it. Like they. Yeah. I'm reading an article. It says the Miami Heat beat Team USA. Yeah, yeah, because Nigeria three other players, three other starters are from Miami, and Bam Adebayo was also Nigerian. We got Victor yeah. Oladipo too. Technically, we still have yeah. him, and he's Nigerian. We're supposed to have Giannis, but I know we're supposed to have six Nigerian players. Giannis <laughs> from from Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, he's Nigerian, but then he had he didn't have citizenship, and Greece was the one that took them yeah. in. Okay, yeah, so he, that's, why I, that's why I thought he'd come. You know, it's sad to see because like we were all saying, ESPN was a gold standard. We were like growing up, we're like, yo, if I wanted to be yeah, in sports back, media, like that's where I want to yeah. be. Yeah, I back always, in the days when you had the, your your Stuart Scotts, your Chris Berman's, your Bob Constas, Keith Olbermann was let go from there. All of them, you know, that, it's not the same. It is not the same. But I mean, I, I guess they, they're trying to. How can I put this? Uh, the world is not more. It's, it's not into investigative journalism, actual news as it is. I think the world nowadays, the way it's gone, is more of a, you know, gossiping and that stuff. That's why a lot of these people, especially and you going know, viral, going back to it, going viral. And but most of these people, like when when you see, you know, you interview somebody at a, at a Trump rally, you know, their their sources are. Uh, Facebook and YouTube and like wait what so yeah um, it's it, it's gone backwards it's gone backwards and whenever somebody comes in that they can do their job and, and and tries to do their job they just that's why most of them leave they do their job but they don't air the information everything's hidden it's just they they report what they think people want to hear or what they think is going to go viral like you said and it's just it's just nowadays that's why I do my own you know my own research I don't just go off of whatever they say there's so many few good news sources left. And it's it's just it's sad because that the the press could play pl is supposed to play such an important part of society. And we're just we've narrowed this to just ESPN, but it's all over the place. Oh like, yeah. They ESPN's turned into the Fox News of sports, for my yep. opinion, in my opinion. Like it's yep. just a Let's just have these jackasses scream and say ridiculous shit and try to go viral and make declarations and just say dumb shit and not hold each other accountable. And when we're wrong, we're not going to admit we're wrong. We're just going to, like, keep it moving. Laugh it off. Yeah. Th that's why Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to them anymore because the people he did talk to there are gone. He talked to Kenny Mayne. He talked to Dan Levitard. They're gone. And he's like, well, fuck you guys. Like, I'm not talking to Stephen A. 
and yeah. whoever the hell else you have there because you're just gonna say dumb shit, right? The clown show. Yep. Tom Tom Brady straight up said on LeBron's show on the shop, he's like, I lied to them because I know they're like, like they're a clown show. So I just say dumb shit to them so they can leave me alone. But I'm like, I lied to them. Like no. It, it also shows you the level or, or the amount of gullibility. I guess you wanna. I don't know if you wanna call it because you could feed any BS to these anchors or or or, or um, journalists. Let's say in quotations, and they'll buy it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and even uh, if they don't, this is what's even. This is. I don't know this for a fact, but this would be the saddest part. Even if they don't buy it, they still run it because they think that's what people want to hear. And they've yeah. just completely thrown out all of their own sense of journalistic integrity and desire to actually be a journalist and be like, no, nah, I'm just going to like repeat some bullshit so that I can go viral and be famous. Like journalists, this is, I'm, I'm not a journalist. None of us are, but I've, I've heard from enough of them that the, the main lesson for journalists is don't be the story report the story, the story. tell the story don't be mm-hmm. the story and espn has a bunch of people that are just trying to be the story yeah that that off-season stuff is going to be starting real soon because uh the finals might be over soon i think the bucks win one of these games at home oh about to they, say. They, bro, they have to man if they like, don't win anything at home Suns win the whole thing nah, if they don't win tonight it's a sweep I think it's gonna but, be but dude, like it's not looking good, man. Like that, I don't understand this sport sometimes, man. Like, as much as I watch it and I think I know it, I don't understand what the hell I'm looking at sometimes. I'm like, how or is it it's not so much that the Suns won, it's that it's been so easy. They've done whatever the hell they wanted against this team. I'm like, what the hell are the Bucks doing? Yeah, it's easy to look at the stats and be like Middleton and Drew Holiday aren't scoring. But like why? Not defense either. Yeah, like I don't why is Drew Holiday not defending Chris Paul or Devin Booker, whichever yeah, one is that, hotter. And like, that, that's the that's the thing about stats is like they're they're stats based on points, assists. Um you know, but there's no stats on defense basically. There's there's not that many when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there's counting stats, but I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's counting stats, but there's not like, because there's, okay, perfect example. Hassan Whiteside used to be at the top of blocks, but anyone that, if you listen to anyone that was a basketball expert, they all said he's a terrible defender, but he was always near the top when it came to shot blocks. So yeah, there's counting stats. Stats are part of the story, but they're not the whole story, right? And yeah, you can look at Drew Holiday and Middleton and they're not scoring and you're like, okay, but it's just, I don't understand what the hell these first two games were. Maybe it's just the Suns being at home, the the Bucks, bro. Like, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say about them because we've all said it already. We we because it's been every series except the Heat series, we've said in every series, the Bucks, they have a dumb game plan, or they're not making adjustments, or they're not. A, they're not setting the right defensive assignments. And it's like, is this, are you guys going to do this shit every series? Are you going to go down 1 0 or 2 0 before you do something different every time? Like, why don't you just start 
with the something different. So you're not in a hole already. <laughs> That's right. Giannis is the only one playing over there. He's getting yeah. like 40 points, blocking shots, 15 rebounds, and he's on one damn leg. And Chris Middleton, we were talking about Kendrick Perkins being a dumbass earlier. He was last week with his, oh, Chris Middleton's actually the best player on that team. But dude, carry the hell on, or whatever the hell he says. And like, yeah, Chris, Chris Middleton's the best player. You oh, get out of here, bro. Like, oh, he's, he's Batman, and the other one's Robin, and that's okay. No, it's not okay. No, it's not because you're not paying attention enough to what Giannis brings. And, and it's like, man, you, and you're getting hyped over a few games. Like, bro, like if I, an entire season didn't just pass and an entire season where this guy didn't win MVP. Like, come on, bro. An entire, like, eight seasons since Giannis has been there. Oh. Like, yeah, none of that matters because Chris Middleton closed out a couple games. He's the best player on that team. Like, bro, just like, what are you guys talking about, man? Like, just stop, stop it, stop it. We were talking about Stephen A. He did it a few rounds ago. Donovan Mitchell is what do you say? He was Dwayne Wade or blah, like whatever the fuck he was saying. Like, he's the greatest player in jazz history. Yeah, they lost in round two. Like, why? What are you guys talking about? And in Devin Booker, he's Kobe Bryant. All right, that, that one hasn't bit you in the ass yet because they've won. But if they lost, then what? Take CP3 what? out. And uh, I mean, I mean, when CP3 wasn't there, he wasn't Kobe. So, yeah, he, ha- he had the one game. When he had the 40-point triple-double, right? right? And then the other game, the DeAndre Ayton hit that game winner. But they were about to lose that one. Yeah. And then Chris Paul came back. And we see the difference. But the the series, tell me if you guys feel the same way. I'm a little ashamed to, not, not ashamed, but I guess kind of sad to admit, I haven't been, like, super into these two games. I've watched them, but I wasn't, like, they just super don't... into it. Like, not, not the way you. I was. Well, the I'm first you. one, you were watching Columbia. <laughs> yeah, that was bad timing that th- that game was on. But like, it wasn't like with the Bucks and the Nets. Like, I was really into that one. Or like, even the Suns and Clippers, I was into it. But these first two games, it's the NBA Finals. I'm just like not feeling Are you it. Break them to the non-big market in the no, finals. The, well, D'Angelo has a point a little bit there. No, yeah. Well, th- it's a legitimate question, but it's. Because I go to talk about it. I go to Ale House for like usually I go for all the finals, and I went for game one, and the Ale House was full of more Colum- more people there for the Columbia game than the finals. And I've never like I got there really early because I was expecting oh there's two games today it's gonna be really busy. There was yeah. no wait the whole night, and every other finals when LeBron or Curry is in it, I've had to get there an hour and a half early, or I don't get a seat. It's just no, the, yeah, the energy it's... was different this year so far. It's, and I just, I don't know. Cause when we were previewing the finals, we were all saying, yeah, no big markets, but like, yeah, it's nice to see yeah, it was like, these be, are two good teams. Yeah. You still got Giannis and, and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Like we got superstar players here, right? Like so interesting storylines, but I'm just not feeling it right now. And I, I, I wish I, I honest, I wish I was. Like, as a fan of the game, I'm like, these are good teams. There's good basketball going on. 
I mm-hmm. wish I was feeling it more, but I'm just like, I'm not. And maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it was because they were they're the the Soccer. Copa, yeah, the Copa knockout stages and the Euro and knockout you, stages. Were yeah, going. and you you've had so much soccer like finals and semifinal games, so you're more into that right now. And that's why I say the next year when World Cup comes around, NFL and soccer clash. So, well, I can't wait to see how that's going to happen. But, but like, nah, it's going to be time cool. difference. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think the soccer games will be really early for us. Like, it's going to lead us into our. They will be early. No, yeah, and they, true. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, will. And they got that, the whole I think week. The last one's like at eleven or twelve. Yeah. They, they got, got the, the whole week. week. Yeah, like the NFL's yeah. really only Sunday. Really. Yeah, I mean that's just going to be like. What, however long it's going to be, like, four beautiful Sundays of just fucking 7 a.m. all the way till 11 p.m. of sports. And not for nothing, but, like, this, like, uh, I think, like, how we spoke about it, um, Darian, in, in the, the Summer of Soccer, like, episode, and we were, we were saying how, like, the South America teams, have, they've, been, they've been pretty shitty. But they stepped, like, the level went from, like, fucking JV soccer to professional like that like i don't know i don't even know what happened but the level of play shot up the semi-final games yeah Yeah. the the final the final was kind of boring but you're right the the knockout stage games were were much better oh yeah much better finals haven't the third place game was way better than the freaking champion i mean the colombia peru game was better than the final because you know and in a way because maybe Everybody was expecting, you know, Messi to show up a little bit, but he kind of did it. So it was like uh, it was a letdown in that aspect of like people wanted to see the greatest player of all time show up. And he he played, but he didn't. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Uh, well, he he um, just for anyone listening, Fabi came in. Um, right after we like he came in while we were going already, yeah, and so he missed me laughing at England. Um, Fuck England, laughing, you were flipping out. Well, everyone missed that because we weren't recording from the second we were recording. <laughs> you just got me laughing. The only one that got to witness the true celebration was BD. <laughs> <laughs> I was here, what the heck is going on? I was, was Bro, screaming. Nobody, joined- nobody wants England to win anything. He because Viti joined, I think, right before uh, Donnarumma saved the last, yeah, the last save. That's when I joined in. I I, I saved when you were, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I was like, what the hell? When you started jumping with the hello, that's when your thing fell out. That's when you couldn't hear me. I was like, yo, I was going deaf here. But yeah, I was was just cursing. My neighbors probably filed a complaint. They're like, the dude in that apartment's a loud asshole this yelling sure. shit especially if i if i have any british neighbors they they really hate me oh for sure um but a lot that's hispanic hey man that's what they get for robbing my colombia they, they get they catch they catch that ire now but yeah i mean the, the finals i mean it's game three tonight so maybe because it's just that for the next week i might me be a little more into it mm-hmm. and then you know the gold. VT mentioned the gold cup, but the U.S. didn't really send their top team. So like, I'll pay attention, but whatever. The Olympics, uh, I mean, the Olympics are still going on, but they got a mess going on over there, man. Oh, they got a yeah, for sure. They got a yeah. state of emergency over there. To- Tokyo, Corona. the pe- the people of Tokyo did not want it. They're like, don't bring that shit over here, please. 
Like we need to, we need to like handle this. We need to handle our COVID situation. Please don't bring that over here. But I, I, I remember last year, Tokyo saying we're not giving up that Olympics because oh I know people were trying to, to move it, but Tokyo's yeah. like, we're not giving that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. A little update here. Uh, 37 minutes into the game. Canada three, Martinique one. <laughs> In 37 minutes, four goals scored. No, man. Yeah. Concacaf. Well, well, who's playing? Canada. Canada versus Martinique. And then later today is going to be USA versus Haiti and Guatemala versus El Salvador. Oh, la Copa de Oro empezó already. That's right. Yeah, the Copa de... This is JB soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, especially when the top teams in that kind of federation aren't even sending their best players. I don't know if Mexico did. Mexico tied. Mexico Mexico tied yesterday. Yeah, but but Mexico tied yesterday. I I don't know if they sent their best players. That's what I'm saying. The U.S. did not send their best players. Canada has two players, but they sent them, um, I'm assuming. But, yeah, I mean, we we got the Olympics now, too. So, I mean, that's always fun. And the summer of soccer, I guess this, the, the soccer part of it's over. Um, except now for, for, now for the, the, the Olympics. Yeah, for the Olympics, we got, but we do have the Olympics to carry us through the, th- this is always the, the dead time of the calendar, right? It's normally awful. It's normally yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. But we got the Olympics to kind of carry us through it. Um, and we got the U.S. women who, you know, we always root for them. Oh, we love they, them. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably, they're favorites. So hopefully they, they bring that home, but it's crazy. What, huh? No, I was just going to say the NBA f- uh, season being pushed back. We get the NBA off season much later than usual. Yeah. So we might yeah. be getting that drama during a normally dead time of the calendar. I mean, usually I consider as soon as the finals are over, which is usually my birthday week, like June 17th, it's over, like my it's I'm just on a waiting period till football. But this the soccer tournaments and the playoffs being pushed back at least got us to July, mid-July. Like we and realistically in a month we're gonna be talking about hey, it's preseason week three already or week one, week two in like a month. Yeah. No, it, it is. It's it, it exactly one month from now, we'll probably be doing our fantasy drafts. Yeah, like, literally a month from now. We'll probably hey, 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 we'll be talk talking about college here. football, college football. Oh. Guys. Don't oh, forget about that. Man. What are we going to talk about? Alabama, Alabama on Miami. Winning the-, <laughs> the, very, the season opener, Alabama versus UM. All right, you know what? We got uh, we're going to we're going to let the fan, the listeners in on some backstage conversations right now cuz I was just going to say um I was about to go off on We have <laughs> No, you, you can. I was just going to say we we have like when on our when we kind of started the Instagram page, like we had some someone that runs a UM oh, show, yeah. like reach out, and I told them that oh yeah, like we'll reach out when football season comes around. So I'm wondering, we should probably reach out before that Alabama game because I don't think that's going to go well. He can talk with 15 minutes with VP, just like. Oh, I'm not gonna shit on them, bro. <laughs> Viti prepare. Viti can prepare the questions that we can take turns, so it's not just them. And it, it feels like a better conversation, but he can tell us what to ask the guy. 
What, then, what kind of toilet paper is UM going to use after Bama shits on them? He's a strictly UM podcast. I don't know what he talks about during the offseason. Bro. Strictly UM info. It, hey, man, you're from Miami. You know UM is like oh, yeah. religion down there. Yep, oh, it, it is. It is. It's just, I, mean, I can't like, do that. Like everybody down there is a nerd about UM. Like it's yep. universal. Like they they really do care about like what toilet paper those guys are using. Yeah, for sure. There, there is no other university other than UM down here. And they didn't even go to UM. Hey, hey, true. UM. <laughs> That's what's so funny. Like if you actually go to the UM campus, a lot of those people are not from Miami. Like that's not representative of Miami at all. FIU's way more representative of Miami yes. than UM 100%, 100%. is. 100%. But, <laughs> but the people at FIU, they roof, they they act like they go to UM. Like, bitch, you don't go to UM. Like, why do you guys care about them so much? That's I never understood boys. it, man. Our boys are always like, oh, why don't you go for UCF? Like, they're our team. I'm like, no, I'm UM. And they're like, <laughs> he don't go to UM. I gotta tell you this though, this coming season, when UM has a good team, they're gonna be ranked, you know, starting off the season. Of course, they're gonna take a big dip after the first game. Hey. But but I like, UCF, this this um oh my god, they, they have picked up, up a lot of four uh, four star <laughs> players. Um they took players away from big uh, SEC programs. A lot of Auburn players transferred over, a few Tennessee players as well, you know. So they they, they have a they have a pretty good squad. We um, opened up. We opened up Pandora's box here. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, this, yeah. This is what we this is what we get for. It's fucking July, and we brought up college football. And VT, hey, hey, VT hey. got up. You saw him get up, right? Yeah, like he yeah, stood he, did. Up. he was laying down. Yeah, he got he got brand new knees out of nowhere. Yeah, his eyes. My back. Face. I'm laying down because my back. I'm like, <laughs> what the? My back is killing me right now. I don't know why. This is my own fault. I'm I'm sorry. This is my fault. But but the <laughs> one thing I'm most excited to watch. All right, is the new quarterback at, at FSU. Oh my god. Mackenzie Milton making his comeback after a very nasty Isn't that injury. the one that like lost his leg from UCF? Almost. Yeah, from UCF. He, he, he had, had a shit was nasty. Of course he's from UCF. He likes UCF a lot. <laughs> yeah, he he had that uh that Alex Smith type uh injury. He almost lost Nobody's his leg. had an Alex Smith type injury. <laughs> he was bad. He's been out for bad. he's been out for 2 years. He's been out for like 2 years, so He's he's gonna make a he, he's gonna be a starting quarterback at FSU. He he's a hell of a quarterback. I saw him. D'Angelo, you can't say he's not. He he took the team all the way down. He they're the ones that beat um he the champs. They, they they beat Auburn. So <laughs> he's he's wait also, was, he, was he the quarterback during that year that that you they called themselves the champions? Yes, yeah, that they, they were like protesting the why they didn't play in the national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a quarterback uh, there. Yeah. Yeah, he's from he's from the same place as uh, that guy, your boy Tua. He's from Hawaii, yeah. and uh, the 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 guy, the, well, Mackenzie Milton's from Hawaii. And then the starting quarterback, the uh, Gabriel over at UCF, is also Hawaiian. There's a lot of Hawaiian players over here for some reason. All right, we'll talk about this more when I college. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I did this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this was uh, I. I, I will take full responsibility for, for your description of this episode. Are we going to mention we talk about college football? <laughs> <laughs> this is, but you know what? This is a perfect illustration of my what my sadness with the NBA finals because it's the NBA finals and we somehow got led into a fucking conversation about UCF football. Like, 
Th- this is the problem. This shit never happened when LeBron was there. That's I'm true. just saying. LeBron did not allow for this. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on the Triple S Express show with the Guado Boys. Listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow on Spotify. You can follow, rate, and review on Apple. Uh, follow our Instagram. We'll keep you posted uh, with any and all updates. Thank you. Thank you.